So we're trying nine different whiskeys tonight. Correct. I mean, newest <laughs> amount I've ever tried here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess if we're not going back downstairs. Hey, welcome to Sauce on Beer Burn Barbecue. I'm Kevin, joined here by Andrew and Roger. I forgot who you were, Roger. It's okay. Sorry. It's hey, um, we got an exciting lineup tonight to try. We are trying the Cedar Ridge. Uh, Andrew, what would you call this? There's their uh, Explorers uh, Pack. Explorers Pack? Is that what the box says? Explorers Pack. Oh, wow. Look at that. It says it right on the front. Yeah. I thought I was going to read, and I didn't read. Um, <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> so... Cedar Ridge. It is out of Iowa. Um, sure. Their website says it is the best whiskey in Iowa. I don't know any other whiskey in Iowa, so you know. Me neither. I guess it's not a not a hard thing to claim. Um, Andrew, you just found this here in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, at Randall's, and it was there. They oh, had Randall's! A, a big stack of it, and so I was like, "Yeah, why, why not? Five new whiskeys to try. Let's yeah. do it." So what are they? Two hundred milliliter bottles? Is that? Yep. You get five two hundred milliliter bottles, and uh, you get a bourbon, a wheat, a rye, and two single malts. Sorry, I probably took that away. You're no, you do, do, do you do you? How how much did this cost? Uh, do you thirty bucks? Thirty? Oh well, man, yeah, no, very reasonable for the best whiskey very, in Iowa. For the That's best whiskey in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna start with the regular Iowa bourbon. Um, it is eighty proof. Uh, they actually do publish their mash bill, which Beautiful. is surprising. Uh, 74% corn, 14% malted rye, and then 12% two-row malted barley. So that's kind of how that works. It's got a bunch of awards. Uh, From 2000, no. 2018 <laughs> Los, <laughs> Los Angeles. Los. Los Angeles International Spirit Competition. Uh, 91 points. Andrew, is that good? Um, it's better than 90. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, 2018 San Francisco World Spirit Competition Gold. Ooh, gold. Um, and then just some other smaller stuff that doesn't Which, seem as significant. In case you wanted the, uh, the professional answer that, uh. Double gold is better than gold. So, well, that's good to know. All right, just yeah. double gold is better than gold. Ninety-one's better than ninety. So, so, you know, they're in the middle. <clears throat> these guys. All right, I like these guys. So, far. all right. So, what are we getting on that nose? A uh, cough drop. Yeah, smells like a cough drop to me. It does. Not it's, a lot though. Like, I mean, no? I don't think that there's a whole lot. Of... I, I get that cherry like menthol, which I happen to enjoy, but. I like that it's, it's got a very like a, a corn taste, like corn ethanol kind of smell is what I'm getting a little bit of, and I, I like that. I appreciate that, but other than that, that's kind of yeah. I'm getting a lot of corn. Colors young. They don't have ages on this, though, do no, they? No, they don't. Actually, it says here, aged a minimum of three years. So, okay. It could be three years or it could be. I find the nose pleasant. I just keep thinking of Fisherman's Friend lozenges, which. (laughs) With the honey or without the honey? 
No, just the yellow lozenge. Oh, uh, okay. What a great word. All right, I'm done smelling it. I'm going to drink it now. Oh, I was going for it. Sorry. Sweet. Um. Yeah. Not a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Kind of thin. A little spice around the edges, but yeah. not anything crazy. The barley isn't really... So what does it mean, second row barley? Like, is it just... Is that a type of barley? It's just, like, where it comes from in the stalk. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Second sip. Still nothing. I yeah. mean, like... I feel like this is just one of those ones that you could just drink and just keep drinking like give this to somebody who doesn't know a lot about whiskey and like hey here's a nice entry whiskey for you what did we say this was 80 proof 80 proof yeah yeah i mean it's 80 proof no for 80 proof i mean it's got a little bit of like in the, yeah, the, like the um the mid to like back like almost the finish it's got a little bit of like spice and like not a caramely sweetness but it's got like a yeah, it's fairly pleasant I don't find it to be offensive. No. It also doesn't taste like they're using uh, small barrels to age in. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you definitely get a little, little, a little oakiness, but nothing, nothing crazy, nothing like you know, you get from some of the bigger distilleries or something like that. And I think maybe some extra time in that barrel would definitely help. But I know at the same time, you keep it in the barrel, you don't make money. So. Yeah. And you lose profit. Yeah, like you said, 80 proof. You can easily drink it. It's, like you said, yeah. You can definitely keep sipping on it and enjoy your night. Yeah, I don't feel like it's something that, you know, is going to be something I would just have on the shelf all the time. But a fun, if I want to be like, hey, look, here's Iowa's number one distillery, Cedar Ridge. You know, get some of that Slipknot whiskey that they make too, which I've tried that and this tastes very similar to the Slipknot whiskey. Does it? Yes. I'm surprised they didn't just source the Slipknot whiskey. So overall, I'd say it's good. I wouldn't say, you know, it's my favorite yet, but I'm excited we get to try four other ones of theirs. Yeah, I'm interested in this Weeded because I feel like this one was pretty sweet. I'm curious how the, how sweet the Weeded will be. Kevin, tell us the mash bill of the wheat whiskey. Oh, I will. Uh, so the weeded is... Nope, that's the rye. I almost read you the, the rye. It is 100% malted white wheat. Wow. White wheat. White 100%. Wheat. Very distinctive. Very offensive to me. Most but... people are using... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Here we are. I'm going to have to start passing the bottle directly to Roger before he gets offended. Uh, I come into this guy's house, and he just gives the bottle to Kevin immediately. See how it is. This is aged for two years. Two years. Two years. Uh, so two-row barley is the oldest form, wild barley, uh, having two rows as well. Two-row barley has a lower protein content than six-row barley, and thus more fermentable sugar content. That's fancy. This nose smells like wine. And it actually kind of looks like wine, too. It does look like an uh, over-oaked Chardonnay. Maybe an extra buttery Rombauer. I don't know anything about wine, so you can just say all those magical words again. and uh, I'm just going to agree with you. 
You're not wrong. It does smell very like fruit forward. Yeah. There's it's that, that white wheat compared to <laughs> regular wheat. Yep. You know, the red winter that Makers is known for. Yeah. Mm. It's fun. It's got it a says, little astringency, like a little bit of that uh, minerality that you get from uh, some certain white wines. This has uh, some awards as well. In 2007, it was the Blue Life Style Seal of Approval with 92 points. We're going to read all of these. That's better now, than 91. that nobody's ever heard just, of. 92 is better than 91. <laughs> Look at this. So, Roger is catching on to this. Weeded is better than that. In an alarming pace. <laughs> it's a good thing you're good at math, Roger. <laughs> we obviously like the bourbon enough to go for heftier pours of the wheat. So... That's a good sign for their bourbon, I would it say. It is. Yeah. Sometimes if uh, the initial pour is bad in the lineup and you go to the next one, you're uh, less likely to pour yourself That's as true. much. This is subtle a, observation. I would agree with that observation. Oh, this thanks, is Kevin. it's very it doesn't taste like anything to me. I'm not getting anything. It's cuz it's 80 proof. Yeah, see, that's a, yeah. I mean, everything's gonna be super easy to drink. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely has some fruity flavors in there. It's just, it's sweet. It's it reminds me of the bourbon. I mean, in the fact that it's easy to drink and that it's really sweet to me. Did you tell us what the mash bill was of this? I did. It's a hundred percent white. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Wow. But like I said, they don't really taste the same. But it just it's just that same easy very to soft, drink, very thin. sweet. Yeah. You know. Agreed. I feel like this is something you could make a cocktail out of, Andrew, and like it would have alcohol in it, but you would never know it knew it had alcohol. In it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was like, I wouldn't make a cocktail with this. I'd be like, what does this taste? Where's like? my booze? Yeah, what is this? Uh, but no, I agree. You could definitely make a uh, relatively inoffensive cocktail right. with this. Um, it's better than vodka. That is true. It's easier to drink than vodka. That is true. It's easier to drink than white wine. You could probably confuse somebody. I am confused. Here, people. try this white wine. And <laughs> it has some subtle like spice around like the finish, like on the exhale, that like I find in some of the uh the Willet products, like the younger rise sometimes, and maybe that's a young age thing, maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's the particular. Uh, I doubt they use white wheat in there, but that's just the only thing that I can compare that spice note to. Anyway, moving on. Next. I mean, it's almost like a um, kind of like a spice cake, a little bit like a very subtle spice cake. Subtle spice cake. You know what I mean. I do. Okay. <laughs> Was I supposed to say more? I don't know. No, I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. All right, next. Malted rye whiskey. Malted, Malted rye whiskey. Rye. So this, is the, <clears throat> this is the highest proof that we're going to get to try tonight um, of the Cedar Ridge. It is a whopping 86 proof. Oh. Wow, that's hot. I'm just playing. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, how did you get it already? Oh, wait, I forgot. Andrew's passing to you yeah. first. Thanks, Andrew. Mm. 
lot going on. I mean, I get that malted on the nose. But, I mean, it, but that's not even strong. Like it, it, it doesn't make me want to keep nosing it. It reminds me a little bit of a like a Willet rye, like a little bit of like a a pickliness kind of. So their malted rye is ma- uh, is the mash bill. And to malt it, the rye grain is soaked in water to germinate, then given a blast of hot air. Malting the rye generates enzymes that uh, is naturally helpful in the mashing process and adds weight, complex flavor- flavors of toast and biscuit in the whiskey. Biscuit and toast. Science class. Toasted what was that biscuits. again? A blast of hot what? And hot air. Hot air. Helps it germinate. Germinate. Oh, okay, wow. I don't know. I don't get toast or biscuit. Maybe I'm making biscuits and toast wrong. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I'm scared. It's going to be hot. <laughs> All 86 proof. Uh, You get a little spice at the beginning, but then it follows up with a little more. Around the back. Right, first sip, like, you get that spice right there, and then it was gone, it felt like. Yeah, this one for me, I enjoyed smelling it more than I... Yeah. Nosing it was a little bit more enjoyable. It had a little, like, going on, but then on the palate, yeah, that spice, and then... Like, I felt like it had, like, a rye, like, a very rye-forward nose, but then as soon as you tried it, like, some ryes are... They have that natural heat that, even being, like, an 86-proof... It doesn't taste like an 86 proof. It tastes uh, hotter, like a Pikesville or something like that. You get yeah. a little bit more of that heat feel, that rye, but this is not a whole lot of anything. Yeah, the finish is so thin. If you had to take a guess, what would you say the age is on this? And I don't have it, so don't think you're going to get an answer. Um, but. I mean, it seems like they're using 53-gallon barrels. It seems like it's probably around the same age as the bourbon, if not maybe six months younger, yeah. two and a half years. Yeah, we'll say, oh, I guess two. Okay. I know there's some better rides out there that are, you know, two years, three-year ages, and uh, they have more flavor, so I don't know. They're probably 90 proof. Yeah. Made in St. Louis. <laughs> Next. But I think really just what, what you said, that 90 proof compared to the 86, I think helps out these rides so much more. Like, I think it it's missing that proof. Yeah. I think they're cutting it too much. Agreed. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what's this next one? Uh, the next one we have here is the single malt whiskey. Okay. The end. Anything fancy on that one? Uh, handcrafted small batches. Uh, it is 80 proof. Ooh. So I hope that ride didn't just blow us out. I think we'll be okay. But this is 100% two-row two, uh, two malted, two-row pale malted barley. Pale so, malted. Just pour it for me in there. Because I'm going to read you some things about it. Oh, I look forward to this. 
I always like reading this stuff because it's always like, how much do they need to overinflate their whiskey to make it sound really good? Like, uh, handcrafted from 100% pure malted barley, Cedar Ridge single malt first rests in a variety of unique finishing barrels, Ooh. then is transferred into a solemn, solemn, solaire, 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 no, S O L E R A, solaire. Tank. I was like, no, I'm just totally butchering this. Solera. Yeah. Solera tank. It's like the, a blending tank. It's oh. like they marry together. Wait, what marries together? Where the flavors marry. The flavor. Oh, uh, just, okay. That's literally what it says. Oh, good guess. That's yeah, literally yeah. what it does. <laughs> uh, resulting in a depth of character and complexity that is not achieved in their traditional single barrel aging system. Hmm. So, yeah, 80 proof. That's how some of these uh, like single malts can say that they're blended with uh, traces of the original batch from whenever, 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 mm-hmm. because they do this, do the Solera thing, and basically they just dump like a, two barrels in, or they'll they'll take fifty percent out, and then they'll fill it back up, and then they'll let it hang out together, and then they'll take fifty percent out and they'll fill it back up with new barrels. So there's always, a, you know... So similar to like a sour mash, kind of how that they don't ever clean that out. There's traces of everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just with finished product, essentially. I'm getting really buttery notes on this, on the nose. You're not getting the biscuits? Uh, no. You don't make buttery biscuits? You are making your biscuits wrong, Kevin. We've come full circle. It's a very short circle. It's like in the middle. <laughs> it's just like a little... A semi-circle? I like the nose the best out of all of these on this. Yeah, I do too. It's got the most complexity to it. With single malts especially, and I, I mean, I, I know they said that they did a bunch of different barrels, but single malts, and I, I know you guys aren't as much into scotches as I am, um, but with scotch, I'm accustomed to it being aged in used barrels and smelling much lighter and being usually 80 to 86 proof. There yeah. obviously are some higher proof scotches. Um, and I love those, but uh, I, this is what I'm kind of more accustomed to. And you do get a lot more of those uh, just raw single malt because without the peat character uh, of some of them, this is this is what the actual like grain smells and tastes like. I think I would enjoy scotch a lot more without that peat. Like I think this is good. Like this yeah. is, I, I feel like- very as an enjoyable kind of nose. I feel like. Maybe even done. Could they have finished it in a wine barrel, Andrew? Would that be something that Scotch put? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm getting kind of that wine, like uh, Yippie Kaye, you know, how they do mm-hmm. it in the um, Syrah barrels, you know, like that. that. Yeah, I'm getting like a fig or cranberry or dark cherry type of smell on it. Yeah. On the palate as well, you get yeah. like a, like a, like that dried. Like dark fruit note. Very Thanksgiving kind of taste Ooh, is what it is. Nice. I like that. Uh, I do like that. I feel like this is like a very holiday whiskey. Something I'd want when it's cold out. Um, yeah, I like it. It actually kind of lingers too and you get like a little bit more juiciness that kind of pops yeah. back up more on the tip of the tongue surprisingly yeah. after you swallow it. I definitely think this has the most going on so far. Agreed. Yeah. Not being a single malt fan, I'm really enjoying this. Like, this is really, I think like you said, this has the most complexity to it. Um, and I think 
they should stick with this. Stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. Know what you're good at. And they're good at this right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm looking forward to the single cask edition that's up next. Yeah. What's the proof on that? Like, is it? It's forty. It's still eighty, right? It's still eighty. That's weird, yeah, right? Wow. Single cask, yeah. I mean, I get it. You're trying to stretch your volume or whatever, but at the same time, you know, you, if you're gonna do like a single cask edition, I'm always of the opinion that you should release that at barrel strength. But what that's would, just me. I'm assuming a barrel strength would be probably close to like one. 25 ish somewhere around there uh yeah i think that's the hottest scotch that i have the i I know these aren't scotch right um but yeah and also i mean this is this is pale roast barley and i i don't i don't know if i've actually played with that at all but um i'd be interested to see if we took our um 100 malted barley uh like x1 and proofed it to 80 to see it, how mm-hmm. it stacked up against this pale roast, just to see what you thought, um, since you're starting to kind of... I mean, there's more of them on the market. There's more right. American single malts popping up. I um, feel like Virginia Distilling Company was like the first to kind of like hit it mainstream market with the American uh, single malt. Okay. And I feel like it's really kind of just taken off a lot. With yeah. It. Um, and it's impressive, too. Like, I feel like it's, it's really kind of... It's been a good flood to the market. I'm really interested in what this next one's going to offer that's going to be different from the one we just had. Since the proof is the same. I'm just cur- I'm just yeah. curious about what's going to make it stand out. So, to give you a little bit of background, because there's nothing on their website about this. It's only available in Iowa. Iowa. That makes sense. Outside of this sampler pack. Yeah. This is the only way you get to try this, Kevin. Because I don't need to read the box then. Thanks, Andrew. Was that the entire box? That was pretty much the entire box. Mm. (laughs) Um, Each year, Cedar Ridge selects a few barrels of single malt are called upon for the extended aging, resulting in the silver label. It's very Mm. rare. It is silver. The aging gives it the silver label? Is the silver really rare or... The silver label is, is really oh, okay. This expression was finished in a private stock of the uh, the distillery's own port wine barrels. Ooh. Oh, there we go. That's what's going to make it different. A deep, rich color and warm, fruity palate. Warm. Outside of Iowa, the silver label can only be found at the whiskey in the whiskey explorer pack, which is what you said. I'm ready to smell some buttery, some, some butteriness. Buttery biscuits. If I don't get any butter off this, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty upset. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of raisin on that. Ooh, what Touché. up? Port barrels. I think my favorite port barrel pork. <laughs> port port mm. belly is. Oh, I'm sorry. Barrels. That'd be really good. <laughs> uh, port barrel is that Traverse City port. It's got the yeah, best that is pretty good. buttery. Nose on it, it's so good. That's yeah, pretty good. I know we always talk about it, but I, I did like the Basil Hayden's Ugh. Dark Rye. Nope, just because you don't like the I don't like Basil Hayden's. I don't like this nose as much as I like the other one. It's deeper, it yeah. is definitely deeper. 
The other one's a little bit more. Yeah, I actually like this. I like this nose. Yeah. Reminds me of like raisin bread. I get that a lot with single malts where they, they smell like bread or baked goods. It's a little a lot more of the grain. Toasty. Yeah. Yeah, biscuity. toasty, yeah. This buttery, definitely, biscuity. This biscuity definitely buttery. tastes hotter. Ooh. Then 80 forward to this now. What is it, 80 proof? Yeah. It's rare. I would say this is probably up with the rye, like in feeling heat-wise. Yeah. I don't know if it's got as much complexity yeah. on the palate going on as the regular single yeah, malt, to be think honest. So. I think yeah. the port kind of overrides it. Mm-hmm. Just it's juicy. Yeah, I definitely think that it's missing what the single uh, rye was or single malt was having yeah. with it. I definitely like the single malt better than I like this. The nose is good. I do like this nose better, though. Yeah, agreed. But the overall taste. But yeah, the the other one is it's better. All right. Comparatively speaking, <clears throat> are single malts easier to do than a wheat or a rye or a rayor? Anybody know? Do you know Andrew? <laughs> I mean, you're our resident. I mean, we were looking at you, Roger. You're the distilling chef. expert. Oh. How does how sticky is that stuff? That's no, true. so rye rye is definitely like sticky and and messier to work with, and there, I mean, there's ways around it. You can add stuff to the um, to the mash that um, cornstarch. It'll keep it keep it down. Flour, cornstarch. <laughs> just keep adding flour into it. It'll you just keep adding flour. That's what I do when I make pizza dough and it's too sticky. Just add some extra flour. Yeah, basically. There you go. That'll help. Anyway, Kevin gets it. So, uh, yeah. Dave's no. going to listen to this and be like, I never want him back in my distillery ever again. <laughs> they put flour in their rye whiskey. We do. Rye flour. It's, it's ground rye. That's fair. Okay. That's true. Are, but if you keep adding if you keep adding flour to your mash, it's just going to get dense and thick, and then it's not going to be. And then it's rye bread. <laughs> right. What the hell are you doing over here, Kevin? I'm leading us down a rabbit hole that's yep. dangerous. We're done. So, so what's easier to do? <laughs> oh my god! Um, try for yourself. Ooh. Try what for myself? Making whiskey. Make whiskey. No, buy yourself a still at MoonshineStillPro.com. Are they a sponsor of us now? Nope. Could I be. just plugged him for free because I love him. Well, that's fine. You can totally do that. Yeah. And yeah. I use his stills all the time. In who, my is, kitchen. who is that? Moonshine Still Pro. Exactly. He's anonymous. All Roger, right. you need one of his stills. I do. I'm, I'm just going to get It's so one. easy to use. You don't even have to hook it up with the water. You just point a fan at it on your stove. All right. Or do you build an entire CPU of fans and <laughs> lights and fanciness so that you can have the best distilling capabilities possible? Spray paint it copper because you're an exactly. idiot. And you have nothing better to do while you sit there and watch the damn thing drip. <laughs> Moonshinestillpro.com. He's sponsoring me, not not you guys. Yeah, just just Andrew. <laughs> hey, that's all right. If you can get a still out of it, and you know, and then distill us some apple pie moonshine. Are you gonna turn into a pumpkin, Roger? <laughs>
Sorry. It doesn't have a switch off. That's cool. It's pretty cool, though. Thanks. It's 170 years old now. Wow. Did it come over with your family? No, they came over in 1733, and it's way longer than that clock. With their, uh, what is it, their... uh, German potato salad. Mm-hmm. Yep. German yep. Salad. Black Forest potato salad recipe. Yep. The chili, the chuck wagon chili recipe. That came years later with my great great grandfather that was driving cattle down the Chisholm Trail. <laughs> All right. Oh. This is, we've derailed completely. All right. So, too silly, too silly. We have no idea what makes, which is the easiest, Roger. Andrew yes. probably knows, but <laughs> he's not telling us. He so. doesn't want to tell us, and that's cool. All he we know, all we know is that rye is sticky, but there's ways to get around it. That's all I. By that's all more I know. flour. <laughs> yep. that's all I know. Yep. If you're starting out, that's the proest tip I can give you. All right. So if you were gonna pick your favorite, what would you say your favorite was out of these? Roger, we'll go to you first. Mm, single malt whiskey for sure. The the less rare one. The non-silver. Yes, okay. I I enjoyed the the full flavor of it. Um, I thought it had a lot going on on the palate. I enjoyed it the most. Andrew? I'm the same. I'm shocked I'm going to say this, but I agree 100% with yeah. you. Wow, 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 wow. wow. That was three. really good. Three for three. I think the rye, the wheat, and then their regular bourbon whiskey, there just was nothing special about them. Yeah. There wasn't anything memorable. Um, I mean, I like the rye... I mean, I like the spice that was on there. I mean, I know that was really it, and it kind of, you know, was gone quickly, but I enjoy rice. So, I mean, that'd probably actually be my second, but that's just me If personal. I had to pick one of those, I'd say I like the wheat the best. And I think that's just, I like the lighter notes on it. Um, I just felt like it was very easy to drink. Just something that, like, when I get home from work, I don't want to have to pour, you know, a fancy bottle or anything like that, yeah. but just something you could just easily drink. Yeah. I don't know. Andrew, if you were to pick one of those three, the wheat, the rye, or the bourbon. Oh. And if you don't pick the bourbon, the bourbon will feel left out. So just FYI. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Um, I'd have to revisit them to give. uh, Yeah, I don't know. They were all pretty thin for me. The rye had, I guess, more character around the edges. The wheat was was fine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really grab any of them. I like the single malt. It had some potential. So, based off of this now, how would we rank Iowa's number one distillery? I mean, it's still number one. <laughs> I mean, can't, undefeated. Can't, baby. can't argue. Can't argue that Have one. Have we so, looked I mean, up while we've been on this? Like, what any, other distilleries are in Iowa? I don't think it even matters. I mean, we're trying the number one distillery in Iowa. Yeah, we don't need to know if there's any more, any God. less. Once you go to Cedar Ridge, yeah. you just you never. <laughs> go to any other places in Iowa ever again. I think we can kind of conclude that Cedar Ridge Distillery, they make a good single malt. If you can find it, pick up a bottle. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, the other stuff, yeah. But at $30, I mean, it's a pretty good Yeah, good for a sample pack, I think it, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I would totally get one for 30 bucks. I mean, it's what almost... What other leader are you getting yeah. for thirty bucks? Yeah, yeah. And I think that it's got enough, you know, that you could make some cocktails and things like that, and you're good. Well, on that note, Andrew, plug your Instagram handle. Uh, I'm the Indomitable Beard. That's I love so that. Cool. I love that name. Oh, thanks. 
Roger. I mean, I'm just Roger underscore Bentley underscore B-I-B. And I'm Kevin. You can follow me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Gentlemen, thanks for uh, enjoying some uh, Cedar Ridge. Andrew, thanks for providing us the Cedar Ridge. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. Number one distillery in Iowa. Go check them out. Yes, if you're in Iowa, go there. And do you want to plug your sponsor one more time, Andrew? (laughs) Moonshinestillpro.com. And moonshineprostill.com if you'd like no, to sponsor. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Now I'm not sponsored. Damn it, Kevin. This is done. And on that Taking note, we hope off. you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.